Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Dr. John Wadsworth talking to you live from... Undisclosed location in Pearl River, Louisiana. I hope the day is uh, going well for you. It is going excellent for me, as usual. The Lord's blessed me in multiple ways, and this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice in it. And uh, this morning, we'd like to talk about measuring spiritual growth. And uh, what we're going to use as our tool to measure is Psalm 51, the Scriptures. Excuse me. And um, uh, we have uh, a Facebook page, which is called Whitestone Ministries. And um, you can go there, and we'd uh, like you to like us. Like us, and uh, you get updates on our shows and, and where we're meeting for fellowship. Every other Sunday, we meet at Live Oak Village, that's 2200 Gauze Boulevard, and uh, we meet for fellowship and Bible study. Nothing fancy. Um, I come in very casual clothing, short short pants, uh, sandals, and uh, a shirt. That's it. And uh, we have a good time of fellowship around the Word of God and with each other, and we'd like to invite you to come. So the next time we're meeting is not this Sunday, but it would be the next Sunday, and that would be the 15th, the 15th. So we'll meet the 15th uh, at 11 a.m., and we'd love to have you come and fellowship with us. 11 a.m., that's 2200 Gauze Boulevard, Live Oak Village. Uh, If you need directions, uh, feel free to contact me. Uh, you can you can contact me by phone if you'd like, and let me give you that number. Um, I want to thank Blog Talk Radio, and uh, well, thank the Lord for Blog Talk Radio because we can broadcast around the world free. Uh, well, our our program, um, and we can get across across the world. And um, we're reaching a lot of people. We're getting good feedback. Uh, We'd like to hear from you. Uh, You can communicate with us through Whitestone Ministries uh, Facebook page. And uh, or you can call us at area code 401-542-0709. And uh, we can communicate that way if you'd like. So let's uh, get to our topic this morning. And if, like I said, uh, you want to go to Facebook page, which is Whitestone Ministries or WSM. Um, <clears throat> I have a diagram there. And it says Psalm 51, Measuring Spiritual Growth. 
and everybody thinks they're spiritual or they don't think they're spiritual. Or they say, well, maybe I can improve my spirituality, whatever. But just to let you know, up front, God loves you just like you are. Okay? No matter how unspiritual or spiritual you are, how unspiritual or spiritual you think you are, it doesn't matter. Or somebody around you might be uh, correcting you and trying to uh, make you more spiritual, whatever. That has nothing to do with your uh, relationship, uh, your kinship to God, put it that way. But we can see indicators in our life, according to Psalm 51, that we can see whether we're spiritual, uh, we're living a spiritual life, uh, controlled by the Holy Spirit. It's called spiritual growth. But this has nothing to do with your salvation. Uh, You is or you ain't. Simple as that. And what this has to do is with your uh, usage by the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit using you, God using you. And um, <clears throat> we'll we'll go over this using Psalm 51, verses 8 through 12. So if you want to get your Bible, Psalm 51, 8 through 12, and we'll go over these verses. Now, you'll see on this diagram... Um, I have a uh, a graph, uh, and you'll see that on the left-hand side, it says below the, the graph, it says maturity. And the, the first level is uh, a 2, and then the next one is um, uh, a 4, the next one is a 6, the next one is an 8, the next one is a 10. And this is increasing in spirituality. And you can see the legend on the right-hand side, which uh, explains uh, basically what each of these graphs means and, and what level or what is going on in your life that uh, you can see as a, a spiritual indication of spiritual growth. Um, <clears throat> at the bottom, you'll see Joe's spiritual max growth. At the time I was teaching when I made this graph um, at a rehab facility, and um, there was a man in the in the class that was named Joe, really friendly guy, and you know he never uh, saw somebody he you know didn't just know and like you know uh, he never saw a stranger as they say. Well. Anyhow, that's the explanation of this diagram. Spiritual growth is the consumption of the Holy Spirit in you. It is the Holy Spirit filling you abundantly. It's a continual filling of the Holy Spirit. You know, like um, Ephesians five eighteen says, "Be not drunk with wine, but be, be but ye filled with the Spirit of God." But be ye filled with the Spirit, and so that's what we're talking about here. And what I'd like to do is show you in Psalm fifty one eight the progression that Psalm fifty one eight through twelve lays out here, and it's in reference to the graph. 
So let's go to Psalm 51.8, and we'll begin with, uh, oh, let me uh, say this. Uh, if you would like to uh, do a, a program uh, on this show uh, with me, would you, uh, if you, there's something you'd like to, to discuss and get out there for everybody to hear, uh, contact me. Again, you can call me or you can uh, communicate to me, with me, on Facebook. Whitestone Ministries. So just do that, and we'll get together and uh, set up a program. Okay, verse 8. Make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. So the beginning of spiritual growth, the beginning of it is physical pain. That is when we... uh, turn to God is when we're in physical pain. When we're hurting physically, that's when we call on God. Not until then. Until we have some amount of pain, physical pain in our life, uh, we're just going to go out and do our own thing and uh, uh, give lip service to God or, uh, you know, maybe just uh, pay attention uh, to God or talk to God or pray to God or whatever, whatever, um, in a very haphazard, uh, um, infrequent. So, but when we are hurting physically, that's when God, uh, we turn to God, and that is the beginning of our spiritual growth. Okay, that's the beginning. Okay, and now what I'm saying is, let's say uh, you have a bike accident and uh, you fall. I just, uh, my wife just read an uh, article in the paper. A man from New Orleans, 74 years old, was up uh, in Aspen, Colorado, bike riding, and uh, he was going down the road and went off the road and went into some soft gravel. And ended up losing control of the bike and ended up in a meadow uh, four feet away. And it killed him. Okay? So that's an extreme case, but maybe you might not get killed in the accident, uh, bike accident. You might get banged up. Well, the first thing you're going to do is say, you know, why, God? Why did this happen to me? And so... Uh, you start wondering and you start, you know, praying and, and talking to God and say, well, okay, what's the message here for me? And and so uh, you get the message. And then you this is a turning point for you to grow spiritually because you're turning to God for help because there ain't no help but God. Now, you can go to doctors, and doctors are limited in their ability, but God is the one that heals you, protects you, and and brings you back, let's say, to physical, but more important, he is getting our attention spiritually, okay? And it changes you spiritually. And so it doesn't have to be a bike accident or something like that. It doesn't have to be a broken bone, though David is saying here, make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. So that's where the physical element is. And so it could be a physical relationship. You might have a relationship, 
a physical relationship in your life with your wife, your husband, uh, your children, uh, grandchildren, uh, something is affected and it changes uh, and it affects you in a negative way, let's say. And it makes you turn to God. And so this is the beginning of spiritual growth. It's not, uh, it's the beginning of spiritual growth. Okay? And that's when people usually turn to God is when they're hurting spiritually. It could be um, uh, when they're hurting physically, excuse me. Uh, And what I mean by physical, it could be some physical element to our lives. It could be our job we lost. Our, uh, Our income decreases. That's a physical, that's something that's happened to us physically, substantially in our life. And so then that's when we... Uh, turn to God because we can't control it, we haven't controlled it, or we wouldn't be in this predicament. It's beyond our control, so we turn to God. And it's some type of physical ailment that brings this about. When I worked at the rehabs, um, recovery for for drug, alcohol, whatever, abuse, um, uh, these guys would get the message because their relationship with their wife, their girlfriend, their parents, or their job had gone to the, you know, uh, to the pits. And so they're, they're getting help, they're getting spiritual help because of a physical pain in their life. And so that's the beginning of spirituality. That's beginning when a person turns to God, that's the beginning of spiritual growth. Well, the next verse <laughs> we see, the Bible says, Make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. That's verse 8. Verse 9. Hide my face from my sins and blot out all mine iniquities. Okay? So if you go to our chart, uh, you can see that the next level is emotion, uh, emotional stable, uh, stability. The first uh, element of growth is the physical healing. And that's something else that I want to say. Let's say your your wife uh, threatens you with divorce, and you go get help. You turn to God, or you go to I've seen this at recovery um, uh, programs that yeah. Well, I, my wife kicked me out. She's going to divorce me, and she says you go get help, or we're, that's it. And so they go get help, and but they're getting help uh, to heal this physical uh, relationship. And and they're putting on this show to their wife and everybody so that they won't get won't divorce them or and so they can get back together and get on with their life and so they get back together. Let's say the wife is impressed with his turnaround and he's doing good. <coughs> I'm going to use a guy as an example. His name's Dan. <coughs> uh, Dan, nice guy. Real, well, they're all nice, you know. I'm a nice guy. Uh, just ask some people. Don't ask everybody. But anyhow, uh, he's a nice guy. His wife said, hey, divorce, unless you quit your drinking and, and carrying on and all of that. So he goes to a Christian rehab at the Home of Grace, and and so he's doing good, you know, because he's a Christian, and he's even been in a counseling position himself, so he's up here giving all these pithy sayings while I'm teaching and all of that stuff. And so his wife, after six weeks into the program, says, uh, you know, they hit it off, and and 
uh, he he comes up to me and he says, "I'm leaving." Uh, it's uh, a twelve a twelve week program. He was there for six weeks. He says, "I'm leaving. My wife's taking me back and everything." I said, "Well, look, man, uh, that was it. You're here just to get back with your wife. You're not you're not spiritual enough for that. I mean, yeah, if that is that all you want, is your relationship to work?" Is to get back. That, that's all you want. You're selling. You're stopping now. He says, "Oh yeah, well I'm going to go. Yeah, well, I'm going to come to your group. I had groups uh, at that time in uh, Slidell. and uh, so he left. Now I, I told him to stay and and grow spiritually. It's good that his wife's taking him back, but that's just the beginning. That's just this physical healing, relationship healing is just the beginning. Well, the next step. Well, I, um, I contact him and I say, "Hey, you coming to group?" Oh yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. Never show. He doesn't show up. He doesn't answer my calls. Three months later, I get a phone call from a fella that was in the program when he was in the program, and he says, "Dan's dead." I said, "What?" Yeah, yeah, he's dead. Uh, he died of uh, alcohol poisoning. Um, he went back after he got back with his wife. Uh, within a short period of time, he was back drinking and drunken, and drunkenness and everything else, and it was back to back to where they were before. She, uh, his wife left him, and he left him to, uh, you know, go his way because she, she didn't want to be brought down with him. And uh, matter of fact, he was keeping the kids, and he was drunk, and the kids were outside, and they. Neighbor said, "Where's your dad?" And she, he said, "Oh, he, uh, he's in there, dead, uh, laying up in the bed sleeping." So the neighbor went in and found him curled up in the bed in a fetal position. He had died of alcohol poisoning. Okay, so what I'm telling you is, don't get all cocky and think you've got you're tight with God and you're invincible and you got it all figured out. <clears throat> When your physical uh, body starts to heal or God starts healing your relationships, that's just the beginning. You're not spiritual. You're not a spiritual giant. You're not not over the hill or, uh, you know, you're not over the big humps or nothing. No, you're just a babe. You're still carnal in Christ. The next step is emotional stabilization or your emotions. And that's what he was saying in the Bible in Psalm 51, 9. The psalmist said, Hide thy face from my sins and blot out all mine iniquities. When you draw close to God, God's going to show you other things that had uh, brought up to you, let's say your husband and wife relationship, the the end of your uh, relationship. He's going to bring up other things that are going to uh, you need to confess and um, change in your life that uh, these sins also won't be controlling you anymore. And that's where our Psalm 51 uh, worksheet comes in, Psalm 51, where there's specific issues that we all have. And we have a worksheet, and uh, you go over these specific issues, and God takes them over. And starts changing you, and the Holy Spirit starts to control that area of your life. Wherefore, before you would end up back, uh, let's say, in the gutter, 
God takes over that area, and then uh, you see the success that the Holy Spirit brings to your life, uh, by, uh, and that sin does not control you anymore. That's what he's talking about here. Hide thy face from my sins, plural, plural, and blot out all mine iniquities. Now, iniquities is the um, iniquity, definition of iniquity is the lack of original holiness. That, and so you see, that's what David was saying in this psalm. He says, behold, I was shapen um, in iniquity in verse 5 in Psalm 51. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. So he said, what he's saying is I was born with a sinful nature. Okay, So I was born with a sinful nature, and I realize this because I'm drawing close to you, and you're showing me these other areas, these iniquitous natures that I have that I need to confess and allow you to change me and so that I can walk in, a, in, a, in, in, in the power of the Holy Spirit. And so that's where the emotional stabilization comes. You start to become more um, less moody, less uh, up and down and sideways and angry and ticked off. And, and one day you're happy, the next day you're sad. And because you're giving more of your sins that are going on in your mind, in your heart, to the Lord, and he's stabilizing your emotions. That's, that's the, the power of the Holy Spirit living in you and living through you as you turn over sins and iniquities to him for him to control. So you're still growing a little bit more uh, spiritually. And we see that in the graph at Whitestone Ministries' uh, Facebook page that you're there. first you have your physical healing and then you have your emotional stabilization. So you're not depressed and then you're not, you're not bipolar, let's say. You're more stable. Same way all the time. You know, you can maybe even uh, throw away some of those. Uh, I've, I've seen men that have uh, applied this program to their life, Psalm 51 Reconciliation Program, to their life and have given up their anxiety pills, their antidepressant pills, their uh, high blood pressure medication. They, they don't need any more because their emotions are stabilized and they're just on an even keel because the Holy Spirit's taken over. They become more spiritual. They're being filled with the Holy Spirit. So let's see. Um, let's see some more here. Okay. Let's see if we can get to one more in Psalm 51, and we can find there in verse 10. He says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Now, this is the third level of spirituality, as we have in the diagram on Facebook. And this is the motives and attitudes um, become controlled by the Holy Spirit. Motives and attitudes become controlled. Uh, your motivation, why you do something. He says, make me in a clean heart. Okay, uprightness. So his motive for doing things is uprightness. It's righteousness. It's righteously doing things. There's no uh, ulterior motive to it. It's not uh, some uh, secretive 
uh, reason for doing it. It's upfront. It's honest. It's righteous. Uh, there's no double standard. Uh, not speaking with a forked tongue. All that other stuff. That's what the uh, psalmist requested as he grew spiritually in Psalm 51, 10. Let's see, where is that at? Here it is. Psalm 51, 10, he says, Create in me a clean heart, clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. So in this clean heart is going to be a godly heart. It's going to be godly motivation and a right spirit the attitude is going to be of a righteous attitude. We're talking about spiritual growth. We're talking about growing spiritually. But I want you to know something. We, uh, I think I'm going to stop here. The physical, the emotional, and attitudinal levels of spiritual growth have nothing involved I would I have nothing to do with the Holy Spirit controlling you. You'd still a babe, you're still carnal at these levels. Okay. So you really think you arrived, you really think you gotta figure it out, God's uh you're so spiritual and uh, because you're you're feeling better physically. Uh you're so spiritual and you just so you know, you're on top of the world because you and your wife are back together. Your husband's back. You and your, or you just, you got your job. You got a better job or something. These are physical elements of your life. They're physical ramifications, expressions of your life. They're physical manifestations of your life. You're a babe in Christ. You're carnal at that level. Then you go on to your emotional you become emo- you 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 stabilize your emotions. You're not up one day down the other. You're not so moody. You know, people don't <clears throat> people can talk to you and and uh, kind of know what you're going to say. You're not going to fly off at the handle, or you're not going to be all depressed and suicidal. You don't have those. No, you're stabilized. Uh, you're even keeled. That's because the Holy Spirit is cleansing you of more sins and more iniquitous nature. Uh, you're claiming these things, and you're allowing God to cleanse you of them, forgive you for them. He's t- starting to take over control of your life, and this stabilizes your emotions. It'll stabilize your relationships. But you're still not spiritual. Then you go to the next level, which is a clean heart. So you're doing things out of a right motivation. No ulterior motives and you're doing things as God would has empowered you to do, and you're not uh, trying to get involved in them, take none of the credit. It's all all for God and, and, and God's power and for his glory. That's the right motive, and you have the right attitude about life and about things that happen in your life. But you're still not spiritual. And we're about out of time, and I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it off there, and we'll go into the spiritual elements uh, of what it means, or what indications we can see in our life that we can see that we are spiritual. The Holy Spirit is really we're getting close to the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit's really taking over our life. And you can read those 
in the next two verses, or you can read Psalm 51. It's excellent. And I want to tell you that we have uh, free videos and worksheets on this Psalm 51 reconciliation pro- uh, program and process. We'll give to you free. You know, I mean, if you want to meet with me at uh, McDonald's in Pearl River, I'll be glad to bring it and give it to you. And I'll buy you a cup of coffee or an iced tea, whatever. And uh, it's free. Or you can, you know, if you're maybe somewhere other than local, you will mail it to you. i got to have your address, you know. So communicate to us through Facebook and uh, give me your address and boom. Uh, you'll have the program, DVD and worksheets. We're here to minister to you so that you can be closer to the Lord, and by that the Lord will be uh, controlling you, and you will experience the abundant life that Jesus Christ promised us in John 10.10. And we use Psalm 51. So uh, look at that. Read Psalm 51. The next two verses are... Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Those two verses are the verses that uh, you can uh, use to measure your spirituality or your relationship with the Holy Spirit and him, him filling you. Look at verse 13 says, Then will I teach trans. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. That's when you're useful um, to God. Okay. But remember, um, go to Facebook, like us on Facebook, Whitestone Ministries um, on Facebook, uh, Blog Talk Radio, uh, WSRR, Whitestone Reconciliation Radio. Um, Go to that page and and um, we communicate us through there. Uh, 2200 Gauze Boulevard, the, let's see, what day is that? The 15th of September, 11 a.m., we'll be fellowshipping on the Word of God and with one another. Love to have So God bless you. And remember to continue to draw closer to the Lord and let Him control you. And you will enjoy the abundant life. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.